Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and we are back. We have taken a long hiatus to sort of, I don't know, do some soul searching and some new uh, programs and just sort life out as we know it. And we are back. Sam actually got married, so congratulations to Sam on uh, on his break from the show. And um, and now we are starting our fall season. So we will be doing regular shows, um, and you'll start to see stuff in your email. So if you're not already on our email uh, notification list, be sure to join us at uh, www.theahaway.com. So T H E. A-H-A-W-A-Y dot com. And also, we're going to start to be really active on Facebook, so you can look us up um, on facebook.com slash AHA Moments, Inc., and also, or AHA Moments International, sorry, and Mariana M. Cooper. So you can, that's my full name, (laughs) and you can look us up there, as well as on Pinterest, um, under my name, and on Twitter, and on Instagram, so you're going to see a lot of big things happening and changing as we go. So I'm very excited about all the new directions. We have a new team here, and uh, been, we've been working really, 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 really hard over the summer. So on Thursday of this week, we'll be doing a new launch of a special quiz and a new um, and a frequency booster toolkit, and I'll talk more about that later on in the show. But just keep your eyes out. We did do some testing of a new quiz and things um, over the last couple of weeks, and now we've we are uh, we've made some changes based on the testing, and uh, off we go. So our big official open the floodgates. Here we go. Will be on Thursday of this week. All right. So let's get started with today's show, which is Are you maximizing your energetic frequency, and how life gets much easier when you do. Um, the very first thing you want to think about when you're thinking about frequency before you can get to your own frequency is what's going on in the world around you and the world around us because energetic um, frequency can be highly influenced by interplanetary activity. And what I mean by that, we have um, eclipses and retrograding planets and waxing and waning moons and we even have void of course moons. Um, which are, you know, there's all sorts of different things that are always going on. If you get, if you know, short of being an astrologer, a professional astrologer, if you get too caught up in it, you can kind of like, you know, have a reason to never leave the house on a daily basis. But um, so I would just say to keep an eye on it because um, you may not necessarily need to consult it 
on a daily basis and drive yourself crazy. However, there are certain times of the year when the energy really is a bit of a mess. And it's kind of like it gets far in the way that if you're trying to work against it or ignore it, you kind of just get slammed. And this last month, or the month of August uh, 2017, for those listening to this at a later date, uh, has been, oh, I'm so glad it's over. Oh, my gosh. Was an insane month, absolutely insane. And um, we had two eclipses a lunar eclipse and a solar eclipse, plus we had a Mercury in retrograde, and on top of that, we have Uranus in retrograde. So we have three down, one to go. We have um, the two eclipses are done, so we're not going to go into those right now. The Mercury in retrograde is done as of today, which is why we started the show today. And um, now Uranus stays in retrograde until January. So that's a whole other animal. Uh, Uranus, you know, kind of makes things kind of turn upside down, things that you thought were going one way, kind of shift and go another way. Um, we'll see how that plays out over the rest of the year without the Mercury and retrograde overlay over top of it. I don't think it'll feel as intense as it has with the other things going on. But we had, like, you know, eclipses and, and retrograding Mercury and, and Uranus retrograde. And then we had also a waning moon in there. A waning moon is when we have a full moon going down into a new moon. So it's getting, we're getting less and less moonlight each day. And a, and a waxing moon is when we have a new moon. We're getting more and more moonlight each night. And so and that's a waxing moon. So the waxing moon is generally easier to deal with because it's, you know, it's expansive and, you know, the tide's coming in, if you will. The waning moon is, uh, you know, kind of pulls, you know, it, it, it's not it's the manifesting energy. It's it's not really for that. It's really more of a clearing and letting go kind of an energy. So um, tomorrow we have a full moon. And tomorrow's full moon is supposed to be quite a powerful full moon in Pisces and, you know, very good full moon for manifesting in particular particularly good, more so than other full moons. I'm not going to get into every little detail about that, but, you know, if you're going to do some moon work tomorrow night, it's probably a good night to do that. Um, Then we go into waning energy, right, because the moon is going to start to get less and less light. But you'll have, you know, at least three, four good days of lots of moonlight. You'll have quite a while of lots of moonlight before it really goes into that half moon stage and starts to get much, much less. So I wouldn't worry too much about that because it's going to feel much lighter now that Mercury retrograde is over. Okay, so, and each day that we get further and further away and further and further out of the shadow of retrograde, Mercury retrograde, because it does have a few, you know, days that linger and blah, 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 you will see, you'll feel lighter and lighter and, and, you know, your fall harvest will begin and, you know, we, and off we go into the, you know, more um, active part of our season. Now, on top of all that other stuff that was going on in August, it was August, right? So August is the time of slowing down. It's kind of like the energy turns into a sloth. If you're on Facebook, there's a lot of, like, people are obsessing on sloths and they have, like, all these sloth videos. But, you know, the little animal is very slow. He just takes his time. And that's what August is about. So um, if you happen to be an entrepreneur and you're working your business and, you know, or you're um, in a relationship or whatever and you saw all kinds of crazy stuff happening, um, don't dismay. Uh, 
yes, we can all take, you know, our own energetic responsibility, which you hear me say a lot, especially my clients, my private clients hear me say that. When you have that much interplanetary activity, even the pros have their carpet ripped out from underneath them. I certainly did on many different levels, many different things in August. So um, keep track of that. The way that you find out about these things is to Google it. Just Google Mercury in retrograde. Um, you can Google Uranus, the meaning of Uranus in retrograde. You can, you know, Google about eclipses, about full moons, about new moons. You might want to say the energetic meaning so that it's not just the, you know, the official, you know, NASA-related um, information about it. And, you know, pick and choose your teachers wisely. I... Um, there's one called uh, Susan Miller on Astrology Zone. She's been around for a very long time, and she does a lot of pretty thorough um, astrological charts and things like that. But she always, um, I don't really pay too much attention to the daily astrology because if it's not really directed to your exact birth date and the exact time of uh, day that you were born, it's you know it's going to be off. Why stress yourself out or not? Um, however, she does cover all of these inner changing planetary things um, quite intensely and quite accurately. So she's a good one to check in with. So that's Susan Miller on astrologyzone.com. I don't get any payment. She doesn't even know I exist. <laughs> I just like her site. So take that for what it's worth and give it a shot, shot to keep track of your energetic, the union, state of things hanging around us. All right. So today's show, are you maximizing your energetic frequency? I, you know, over the last, oh, I don't know, two years now, I guess, I shifted a lot towards from intuition as a sole topic of conversation and into working with our frequency, with how frequency works, our parallel realities, multidimensional manifesting energy, um, and how to, you know, maximize those those tools. Because that's really how our um, energetic structure works where you know we operate in, in parallel realities we have um and we you know i have lots of stuff out about this but what i wanted to talk about today was about actually first of all, I'll, I'll get a little bit into how it works but i really want to talk about how do you maximize this because one of the things um we, we're kind of all we all are very much aware of our emotional um state and our physical state our mental state right it's something that you know, our our whole society revolves around emotional and physical and mental. We hear about it all the time. How's your mental health? How's your emotional health? How's your physical health? Are you managing your, your physical body well? Are you managing your emotions well? Are you managing your mental state of mind well? Mental being, you know, are you organized? Are you um, handling stress well? Emotional meaning, like, how are your feelings? Are you managing your anger, your happiness, your joy, your sadness, depression, all that type of thing? And, of course, we know physical. Are you eating your vegetables? Are you taking your supplements and whatnot? Are you exercising? You know, so I get enough sleep, et cetera, et cetera. The one piece, though, the other, that, so you have three, three legs of the table, of a four-leg table, emotional, physical, mental. The leg that's missing for most conversations when we're talking about managing our overall comprehensive health is our energetic our energetic side, that makes up a complete leg of the table. And if um, you eliminate it, you 
have a very weak table, okay? Because you literally are dealing with three legs instead of four. So if you can imagine that you have a four-leg table and one leg is missing, you know, people sitting at one end of the table will be okay as long as you don't put anything on the other end of the table, <laughs> right, because there's no leg there, um, and, and it flips over. And this is what happens to people as they go throughout life and they don't know anything about energetic frequency. They put all of their energy into emotional, physical, and mental process. They lean very much into their logic and their rational minds and 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 their their mental analysis, their ability to analyze situations. They seek advice from each other. They focus on matter, matter being physicality. They focus on their thoughts, on their mental states of mind, without engaging their energy and um and what at least not consciously, because you can never really turn energy off, but if you're not consciously managing it you can actually work very quickly against you because wherever your focus goes, so does your energy. Wherever your focus goes, so does your energy. So if your focus is going to your own demise, um, constantly thinking about the worst case scenarios, oh, you know, let's prepare for the worst and hope for the best and, you know, not really believing in the best, really having a lot of belief in the worst, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera, your energy follows that, and and then things start to configure around that. Now, um, when you do, though, learn and educate yourself in frequency, in energetic frequency, and you put your frequency first, meaning that you lead with your frequency and then you let the other three uh, follow behind it, you will find that the physical, mental, and emotional processes, number one, gets so much easier to deal with. Number two, there's a lot less confusion, a lot less need for analysis, a lot less need for control. And when you put your frequency first, you have the ability actually to do quite a bit of arranging of your circumstances and making choices as opposed to feeling kind of like a victim, like circumstances are happening to you or coming at you. You learn how when you learn how to manage your frequency, and you do that with, um, you know, with focus and care and attention and consistency, you will see that you can pretty nicely move yourself into what we call a flow, into a state of flow, where things come up and you can take them in stride, or you can um, even orchestrate certain scenarios to work out in a way that you desire. Now, that doesn't mean you can control other people. It doesn't mean that every single situation is going to turn out exactly like you programmed to have it turn out, you know, because like like it's a recipe or like, you know, okay, one plus one has to equal two. In frequency work, one plus one could equal 17, (laughs) you know, um, which is actually way more efficient because um, if, you know, one plus one equals 17, you know, there's a lot in there that you didn't have to add, but you got the result anyway, right? So uh, with frequency, frequency is very interesting because it's nonlinear. Now, in emotional and physical and mental capacities, we have a tendency to perceive them as linear. And, um, you know, we have a tendency to say, I was happy, then I was sad. 
Then I was angry. Then I was happy again. You know, but it, it's it's linear. We see it as a stair step kind of a thing, going up the stairs and down the stairs. But we see it step by step by step. Same thing with the physicality and, and the mental work. What we're looking at though with frequency is where you get to look at an infinite number of possibilities and potential, and then create an emotional code. An energetic and emotions do work with frequency because the emotion is like, is like the magnetic aspect of frequency. So your thought is the electrical act, electrical aspect of the frequency, which is your intention. Your thoughts and your intentions are what we call electrical, and your emotions are what we call magnetic. So we have electromagnetic fields, and that's when we're working with parallels and multidimensional energy. And I talk about this in my classes. I'm not going to go too deeply into it on a radio show. However, when we have those two frequencies working together, electromagnetic, you put those two things together, when you start to program them deliberately and you start to send out intentions of your desire and then also practice emotional um, uh, you kind of emo- do emotional rehearsals around what that intention contains emotionally. Like if you, um, let's say, want to uh, buy a new house and you put that intention there and then when you, and you do a mental, you do an emotional rehearsal about what it will feel like when you have that house so you're happy, you're joyful, you feel warm and love and, you know, friendship and camaraderie and all those types of things, safety, then you put that that kind of emotional cocktail on there. That's the magnetic energy that brings it forward from an energetic state into a physical state, and things start to um, configure. When we're talking about parallel realities, by sending out the intention, you're choosing a parallel. By having that emotional signature, that emotional code, along with the choice, you're not only choosing the parallel, but you're giving it the energy the consistent energy for it to do what we call load in, where the parallel starts to configure and your life starts to look like what it is that you are aspiring for, okay? So when we say infinite potentials and infinite possibilities, you hear this thrown around a lot, but a lot of times it's thrown around out of context, you know, or it's very kind of trite. You see it on the meme and um, on Facebook or something, you say, oh, now, everything is infinite possibilities. You make a choice. You make a choice. What does that really mean? Well, it means that everything that ever will exist already does exist, but it's an energetic form. So the version of you that's, you know, a bag lady and the version of you that's extraordinarily wealthy and a version of you that's, you know, extremely healthy and a version of you that lives in India and a version of you that lives in London all exist simultaneously. And it goes into much more granular levels than that. I'm just using this as a broad stroke, you know, start off the conversation example. Um, All of those exist simultaneously. You pick what you want to experience. Now, you pick that with your focus, your primary focus, okay? It can get a little dicey if you're picking and um, and then you're changing your mind a lot, (laughs) okay? So if you're picking what you desire but then you're doubting it, you're putting out a, a, an intention, a thought process, you know, an, an electrical thought, an intention. I want, you know, I have this house or I desire this house. 
But if you're then you then it's covered in doubt. Oh, how will I do that? When can I have it? I don't know how I'd ever get the money. Oh, they you know I never could have a place like that. Well, okay, I'm gonna try to think positive about this. I'm gonna hope for the best, but I'll plan for the worst. And you're sending the magnetic part. The magnetic part is saying is a repellent. The thought, the emotion around it is a repellent. So you get that push me pull you feeling. Push me pull you. Push me pull you. Push me pull you. That's what you get. So what you want to do is smooth that out. And the way that we start to do that is to, first of all, recognize that that frequency is one leg of our four-leg table. That's the most important leg. It's the leader leg. It's the leg that leads. When you manage the frequency, the emotional, physical, and mental all take care of themselves. When you manage the frequency, the emotional and the physical and mental start to take care of themselves, okay? And it's much easier. You get a lot uh, more efficiency. And that's that. this is the, one of the most important things you'll hear me say. And you'll hear me say this is the most important thing quite a bit because it all feels important when you're teaching it. But, you know, these people say, oh, Mari, why should I even bother worrying about energetic frequency? Is this mumbo-jumbo, whatever? Well, you know, you, you always have your frequency going. It doesn't matter whether you're thinking about it or not, right? You're always putting out an energetic frequency, always. Every cell in your body is made up of energy. And what has even more energy is the space between the cells. That space between the cells is where your higher self resides. Right, so your higher self. A lot of times, these people think, "Okay, I have a body that's finite, and then a soul within that body, and it comes in when I'm born, and it leaves when I die." Well, then it's bigger than that. You actually are a big, giant ball of energy that takes on a portion of it takes on a body and inhabits that body, and so you you have like a car that you're driving around for this particular incarnation, this particular lifetime. You also have you know, and, and so you have this big energy, this higher self navigating and helping you, the portion of you that's in the car that, you know, kind of just has more of the physical faculties now, it has, it still has its energetic relationship with its entirety, right? We still have our energetic relationship with our higher self. Why? Because we are a higher self. We are that being, that bigger version of ourselves. It's just that this part, the conscious part of us, our physically conscious portion of ourselves is not necessarily physically tuned in to everything that that higher self has, um, you know, access to because it's infinite. We couldn't handle the amount of information that the higher self handles in the physical mind. The physical mind is not wired that way to handle that much. However, and the frequency aspect is not intended either. And when you learn how to put your frequency first, meaning you're consulting with that higher self first, meaning that you're understanding how to manage your energetic communication system, those, those, um, your ability, your intuitive abilities, your telepathy, your channeling abilities, that that those that whole energetic communication system that exists to support you in this energetic frequency aspect of yourself. When you kind of get educated in this, and you get fluent in not only the language of your intuition, but also in the language of your frequency and how it works, everything becomes much more efficient. Now, I am not saying that you will not have hard days. I am not saying that you will be able to control everybody else's behaviors. What I'm saying is that you will be able to have a much more efficient response rate to things and a much more efficient load on yourself 
from an energetic, from an emotional and a physical and a mental standpoint. Because when you manage your frequency and you manage your energy first, okay, that's why you call it frequency first, everything starts to reflect those focused intentions. And, the, and it's like building a muscle. It's like starting to go to the gym. It's not something where you hear Mari talk about on the podcast or you hear me talk about it on a, you know, on a radio show or you, know, you dibble and dabble. You're not going to get the kind of results that you will when you take and you decide that you're going to engage your frequency the way you have been engaging your, your physicality, your mentality, and your emotional sides. Okay? When you decide to catch your frequency up with the rest, you will see just like building any muscle, how fit you get and how much more efficient you are. And this is one of the most important skills that you can invest your time and energy in. And I think, and especially now, you know, you hear me talk about it, you know, year over year, if you listen to these shows and there's hundreds of episodes of this show now, we've been on for six years, you will always hear me going back to what what's the frequency doing? What's you know society doing? What how what's the grid doing? What's the energetic grid doing? All of this is super important because as we go forward, um, there's a lot of shifts and a lot of huge changes, and you need to be nimble in your ability to respond to the various changes. Lots of changes on the horizon. Lots of changes that we've already been through. You need to be able to be nimble. You cannot afford to have yourself be out of touch with frequency in our current political climate, in our current, you know, global climate, in our current just personal climate, okay? Everybody's being affected by everything that's going on. And it's not a threat. It's not to make you scared or anything like that. But when you are in, in frequency alignment, when you are frequency mature, okay, when you are mature in your energetic frequency frequency and their, in your abilities in that direction, you're much safer. You can move energy and matter to directions that will keep you even safer, that will head things off at the path, and you will be communicating with your higher self in a much more clear and conscious way. Now, you're always in touch with your higher self because you are your higher self, okay? Um, But there is a language. There are systems. There are... um, uh, particular elements that you need to know about in order to maximize that relationship with your higher self and to tune into the full, your full power bank, you know? So it's kind of like uh, when you get a computer and you get this big fancy, you know, thing and it has all these, you know, bells and whistles and you only do email. You don't go on the internet, (laughs) you don't, you know, don't use Google, you only do email. You don't do Word. You don't do micro. You know in any of the uh, uh, Excel, any PowerPoint. You don't do anything. You just use email. And so, and you think the computer isn't that important just for email? Email, eh? You do that once a day. You're okay. But when you start to learn all the things that that computer can do, just even just going into you know getting a web browser. You get Google Chrome and somebody teaches you how to what the Internet is and how to go on and ask any question and get answers and resources and tips and videos and blogs and other people's opinions. And then you connect with people on social media and all these things that shop and, you know, on and on and on and research and, you know, and you get therapy and all kinds of things. 
you realize that, wow, I got the email and look at the power I got. Look at what I was able to to connect with because I expanded my consciousness of what's out there, what, what this computer has to offer. So that's what we're talking about here with frequency, okay? And, um, and when you do go beyond the basics, like, yeah, getting the basics is one thing, but it's just like, you know, telling a toddler, okay, yeah, sitting up is good, scooching around is okay, crawling is great, crawling gets you from point A to point B, we're good, all right, the walking thing is handled, because, oh, standing up, okay, that's a little bit more advanced, oh, taking put one foot in front of the other, oh, that's more advanced, but do you stop the kid from like, okay, now it's time to run across the floor, oh, we're good, you know, oh, you're good, even once you know how to walk and you're an adult, you're going and you're getting on that treadmill. All of a sudden, walking can take on a whole nother level, right? It can get you from point A to point B, of course, but it can also help to, you know, get calories off the body, build up stamina, build up cardiovascular strength, all these different things. So walking can be very, very beginner and it can be, you know, very, very advanced. Obviously, when you put it in the advanced mode, you're a power walker, you know, you're getting a lot of benefits from that. So it's the same thing with your frequency. It is really, really important to develop this as far as you possibly can. Um, one of the ratios that they talk about a lot in the channel space is um, 17 seconds. 17 seconds of energetic work is is equivalent to two hours of um, uh, of physical work. I th- oh, actually, I think it was three hours of actual physical work. So you're doing your frequency work is really... Um, super efficient, right? You can really cut down so much of the the other stuff. All right, so let's get into um, how to program your frequency for better results. Now, there's, um, you know, there's lots of, you know, I'm going to just, for the sake of, you know, the show, we're going to talk just a little bit about some of the things you can do. So a real simple 60-second application of this, and, and I highly suggest that, you know, you get more education in it, but for the sake just to give this a try. What um, I think is one, two things is important. One is that you start to notice, and I, when I really work with very, very beginning clients, we talk about noticing. Just starting to pay attention to frequency helps a lot. So... As you're driving, noticing, are people letting me in the lane today? Are they, you know, letting me out of the parking lot? Are they, you know, are they cutting me off? Are they, you know, slamming on the brakes? Are they road raging around? It's interesting because you can tell what your frequency is doing by the way your your environment is reacting to you. Because really, wherever you go, your energy precedes you. Right? Your energy shows up first. And then your physicality shows up behind it. And so your field is already reacting to you before you even get in the room because your energy goes out. In my book, I talk about the bullseye of energy, but it goes out hundreds of feet. So it precedes you. And so as you're driving, um, you know, there's a whole lot of auric fields mixing on that road. And one of the things I've noticed as I've done this work over many, many years is that – if I do things like start stubbing my toe or running into things or, um, you know, people start cutting me off, um, you know, slamming on the brakes, those types of things, 
I stop and I take a deep breath and I say, okay, let me settle my, my frequency down because there's something that's off in me. We talk about energetic responsibility and it's really important to understand that, you know, that we are responsible for everything going on in our world. Now, people get angry with me. I've had people like hang up with me on private sessions because they said, well, you know, it looks like that was not such a great choice. I get it. I get how infuriating it can feel that, you know, you have somebody who's super negative around you and you're not doing anything. You feel very victimized. But just the idea that you're perceiving it as victimization is putting that into your field, is putting that into your frequency. And so, and if you're doing that with a lot of emotion, you are magnetically programming the frequency to match that emotion and that thought process and bring you more of it. It is very neutral. It is very black and white. It's very literal, just like the computer. When you type in, you know, I love candy, if you put in I love dandy, even though you meant candy, the computer will show that you put in I love dandy. It does not say candy. It doesn't correct, you know, I mean, of course, on the Apple phones and whatever, they try to do that horrible you know, autocorrect, but you know how often it gets it wrong, right? And you still have to be very clear with what you do. It's the same thing with your frequency, and that's why people, when you hear, you know, um, coaches and whatnot talk about, you know, you have to take personal responsibility. And even even in religious uh, circles, they talk about, you know, um, I am cause. I know Michael Beckwith, when I had him on my show, he said many years ago, he used to say, oh, I am cause, I am cause. And what did that mean? I, I am the cause of what's happening in my world. And um, and as you smooth out, your world smooths out as well. So to program yourself so so that you're getting ready for, you know, various um, experiences in your life or whether you know about these experiences or not, it's important to take time to center yourself, to take time to just step into three power centers. And one of those power centers is your breath. Your breath is what energetic information travels on. It travels on the molecules of oxygen. And as you inhale and exhale from an energetic perspective, it obviously has its physical and mental and emotional components, but from an energetic perspective, your breath is a source of messages. It's a, source, it's a carrier source, okay? So as you breathe, it fills every cell with wisdom. It turns on the wisdom that's already housed within your cells. It, it sends intention. It, it, it clears. It cleanses. It does a lot of things. Your breath has a very high um, uh, purpose, a lot of purposes in your frequency-based world, Okay. So you want to engage your breath, and you're going to close your eyes. You're going to take a nice deep breath, okay? And and as you do, as you inhale and as you exhale, you are engaging the the um, energetic information to come into your cellular structure and give you an awareness, an awareness of, of communication, awareness of message or direction, and then that translates into your intuition, that translates into your thoughts, and you, you start to feel, um, you know, first it translates into feeling, and then most of the time we can articulate that into thought, and that's where we then take an action, right? So so you're going to take a, close your eyes, you're going to take a nice deep breath, and you're going to just sit and breathe deeply. For If you just do it for 60 seconds, you're engaging frequency, especially with the intention, I'm going to engage my frequency now. 
And for 60 seconds, you just do a, a frequency check-in for 60 seconds. Take a nice deep breath, and you can uh, either ask a question or you can just say, I'm going to get centered. And you can even see two columns, one to the right and one on the left, and just see as you're breathing those two columns coming to center and connecting. And what you're doing is you're connecting in with your higher self. You're connecting in. So your physical self is on one side and your energetic self is on the other. And you're just this is just so your mental mind buys in. As you're closing your eyes, you're taking your deep breath. Just see those two columns. You can see them as two columns of light or just two columns. See them just coming together slowly as you breathe and then whoom, connecting. And so that you have one column. You can see that as a column of light, iridescent light, you know, um, and you continue to breathe deeply. And then you can ask your question, okay, what do I need to know most right now about this particular situation? And just continue to breathe deeply. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Now, a lot of people think, oh, I have to do this thing and I should get the exact answer at the exact minute and control the situation exactly at that time. People do this with meditation all the time. It's not how it works. When you do that alignment, when you pull in those two sides, and this is like a very, that's actually the first time I've ever described this alignment like this, so this is not off the presses. Um, uh, when you do that alignment, though, as you as you bring it together, this is just a 60-second exercise to get yourself balanced, to get yourself connected in, to get out of mental loops, to get out of spirals and all that. If you, Let's say you're in a bad situation at work or in a relationship that seems like it's, you know, kind of going off, on, off the rails a little bit, or, you know, even in a, a grocery store line where you're feeling frustrated or you're sitting in traffic feeling frustrated, just want to take 60 seconds. You don't want to close your eyes in traffic, you know. I mean, use your own judgment, obviously. But the breath, very, very important. Even if it's, if you can't close your eyes, taking that breath, taking a few deep breaths with the intention of of getting your frequency in alignment, seeing two columns of light coming together into one, that would be like your crown chakra. So you're kind of getting all of that frenetic energy to all, you know, spin in the right direction and in one direction. That's your 60-second check-in, frequency check-in, okay? Now, once you do that, um, and you just breathe, you know, maybe 10 breaths, however long is, you can time yourself with your phone, <laughs> see how long, many breaths you get in 60 seconds, however many breaths that is. And, um, and then you can either ask a question, like, what do I need to, I know for myself, it's like, what do I need to know most right now about the situation for it to resolve, you know, easily or effortlessly or for things to work out, you know, in in a way that would make me extraordinarily happy, delighted or whatever. There's all different ways to ask those types of questions, but you can ask a question. You can also just ask for peace or for centering or for a sense of reassurance or for clarity or for joy or for balance or for patience or for temperance. All kinds of things you can ask when you're doing that little programming, okay? Again, this is a very, very simple, probably the simplest, most basic thing. There are plenty of other advanced things um, that I go into, you know, I teach and all that, but this one is for, you know, getting yourself aware. Awareness is everything, okay? Now, the other tool to use after you do that little 60-second breathing and focus and question when you come up out of that, if you can, drink some water. Okay, I always happen to have a bottle of water with me because I'm always working out. So, but drink a bottle, drink some water with intention to expand your frequency. Because water is an expansion tool. It expands. It amplifies. 
water. So as you drink water, not only does it, you know, do its things for your, you know, physical and mental and emotional health, it also supports you in your frequency health and you know, health of your frequency by amplifying. So you'll get your intuition, will, volume will turn up when you're drinking more water. You'll be able to understand and perceive messages that you're getting. Your intuition will turn up higher. You'll be able to, you know, you'll attract more signs and symbols and synchronicities if you're drinking a lot of water. If you're dehydrated, um, it's, it's harder. So that doesn't mean your frequency ever turns off but it's nowhere near as in tune as it is when you are hydrated. One of the other things you can do is to, if you can, um, do this 60-second little exercise. You know, bring a bottle of water, get yourself outside, go to the park, hang on to a tree and do it, go to a um, go to the ocean or to a lake or a body of water or a pond, whatever, you know, float your boat. Even a fountain, just move in water. If that's what, if that's what you have access to, get to the water. Water, like I said, amplifies when you take it into your body, but it also amplifies when you sit next to it or you're in its proximity. So I know for myself, when I get like over this last in August, oh my gosh, I had so many things going. It's so berserk. And I would just drag myself out <laughs> to the beach. I happen to live, you know, five minutes, ten minutes from the beach. And I would just drag myself out there. And even if I didn't have the energy to get out of the car and I'd sit, I'd just open all the windows and open the sunroof, and I would just sit, and I would just take in, and I would just be with the ocean. You know, sometimes you, you know, you can't even think straight, and you're just, you're just going to sit there, and you're just going to be with it, and you just ask for clarity, or just ask for stability, just a stabilizer, just stabilize me, get me, you know, balanced. And so, um, so that's, that's something you can do. So, so getting, taking your, closing your eyes, taking your deep breath, working for 60 seconds, Asking a question, drinking your water, you know, that's a really good, very powerful, less is more with frequency, <clears throat> very powerful exercise to do to program yourself, okay, um, for better results. And whatever you're doing, you can do this before you're going into a meeting that you're anticipating. You can do this as you're going to sleep. You can do it any time of day. Now, one of the best times to do any kind of frequency work whether it's this or the more advanced work that I teach is the morning. Why? It's between the hours of about 3 and 7 in the morning, the veil to energy is the thinnest. It's just the most potent time for you to connect and for your mental mind and your physical body and emotional stuff, all that stuff to be out of the way. Okay? It's also a time where, you know, um, all the powers that be that are speaking to you have the most activity. So the veils are the thinnest and the access to all this information is the highest during that time. You'll notice that if you, you know, I know my advanced girls when they're, and guys, when they're doing the deep meditation work that we do and the advanced uh, mastermind classes that I'm teaching, um, when they start in the morning, they get a tremendous amount of thrust by comparison to doing something at night after you're really tired um, or midday where you have to stop and start and all that, get all kinds of interruptions. It's better to do it at any point than to not do it at all. But if you can start your frequency work, you know, even if just for a little while in the morning, you're going to get a much further reach with it um, if you start in the morning. So that's definitely the, the best time um, to get it done. And 
And then there comes the question of how do we keep this frequency high throughout the day even when we're focused on other things? And um, there's a couple of things that you can do, several things that you can do. That I would say my top three picks for what you can do is one is um, do several of these frequency um, alignment sessions a day. Again, that was a real basic one in our new Frequency Booster Toolkit, which comes out on Thursday. I've included a, uh, it's called How to Do a Basic Alignment Session. That's an actual MP3 that talks about working with your parallel realities um, and making doing alignment sessions that way. Um, and then, uh, you know, there's some other stuff too. So that's, you know, more advanced, but for this, uh, three best ways to keep your frequency high throughout the day. Do that little 60-second check-in four times a day. So one is like, you know, you might do it when you, you know early in the morning. You can even go back to sleep after you do it. That's what I like to do is I do my frequency work and I go back to sleep because then my dreams are even better. Like I, there's even more stuff that works out in the dream state. But, you know, a lot of people don't have that luxury, so that's fine. You can also, you know, just pop into the bathroom or something during the day and just take that 60 seconds and just, you know, or, or get out to your car if you're at work um, during lunchtime. So you might want to do it with each meal, right? So Because it's a, it's a minute, right? And you want to just check in. And what that does, remember that 17 seconds of energetic work gives you three, is equivalent to three hours of physical work. So when you do take that time to check in, you are covering yourself for quite some time from that 60 seconds, just 60 seconds. As we get more advanced, I, you know, I do stuff for an hour in the morning. Um, I know most of my advanced girls are doing that now too. They're up to an hour. Uh, it's something that you build up to, okay? I have other people, you know, friends and whatnot who are now doing a lot of the, what I've taught them. And they're they're up to you know half hour or forty five minutes or you know, twenty minutes or whatever. It's like it said, it's like going to the gym. It's like personal training, personal frequency training, right? So you're going to build up to it. Once you get into that hour range, you're really really rocketing through. I mean, these girls are channeling and getting all kinds of messages and downloads and all kinds of amazing things happening in the world because they're really strengthening that vibrational muscle, right? So it's not swinging wildly throughout. And so as you're trying to maintain that, one of the other things you can do definitely throughout the day, again, it's going to sound redundant, but drinking water. Drinking water, checking in with yourself, you know, you know, every three, four hours you know, or with each meal, that's a you know, great way to try it, um, in, in doing that, that 60 second alignment. Then drinking water in between keeps you high as far as your resonant energy is concerned. Um, taking deep breaths as you go, again, keeps the energy flowing, keeps that intuitive, energetic, you know, channeling kind of information coming in. You're getting your downloads of aha moments. You're getting downloads of things that you should try or how you should do something. You're getting those, you know, like a lot of times when we go in the shower, you know, we get these great, or run on the treadmill, or run in the woods, or whatever, you get these great, like, oh my gosh, I got so much insight. It's unbelievable. What was insight? In hyphen sight. It's sight from within, right? You're getting clarity from within. Why do you think that word came from? Okay, which as you, as you take in those deep breaths, as you, you know, inhale that steam in your, in your shower, 
you're going, you know, walking through the woods or sitting at the, you know, what's the first thing you do when you get to the beach or to that body of water or to that mountain range or whatever is, right? You just breathe in and you let it out. And that just, as you breathe in, especially in that, around all that amped up energy and your higher self is like, oh, all those other physical, mental faculties settle and your body takes in that big breath, that big gulp of air and your frequency receptors turn on, zing, 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 and you get that it's almost like harmonics, very, very advanced concept, but you get that harmonic kind of energy. You start to engage with your, your fields of energy. In my classes, we talk about electromagnetic fields and we talk about you know how to how to work with those. That's the more the more this new stuff now that I'm doing. I've been started teaching over the summer, and now I'm going into the fall and the next year with it. It goes beyond the parallel, way beyond the parallel now. Even and who would have thought, right? Into more of this multi-dimensional, this really dynamic multi-dimensional energy, and you start to work with electromagnetic fields and that the pulsation of that frequency and how to your frequency with those fields and how to really metabolize your world and materialize things from frequency into matter. You know, it's very, very powerful, you know, alchemy work. I put out a class, promotion for a class called Personal Alchemy over the last month um, for advanced folks. You know, so if you're one of those people, you can send me an email, support at ahamomentsinc.com, and, and I'll give you information about the advanced class. But we're going to talk about that, is that these expanded electromagnetic fields, these expanded frequencies, so that you can access this stuff. This is not airy-fairy stuff. This is not new agey, you know, oh, let's kumbaya with the universe. That's not what this is. This is how your frequency works, okay? This is the same as learning how to walk. the same as learning how to manage your emotions and how to, you know, handle your rage and all that. It's the same as, you know, you're, you know, getting organized and focused and willpower, all that kind of stuff, all the stuff you do in your mental, physical, and emotional world that just seems like, you know, natural things that you do just to survive and live a good life. That's what this work is, the frequency. Now, one other thing that you can do, and I'm going to take a question or two, is um, you can uh, find um, the best... um, you can you can find the best uh, choice. You can ask yourself in each thing that you're considering, what's the best choice for me to take right now? Okay, and as you do that, what's going to make me the happiest? You can ask, what's going to make me the happiest right now? What's going to feel the lightest right now? What's going to make me the most joyful right now? What's going to just feel like the most ease right now? And sometimes, say, I, I know I have to have a kind of a hard conversation with someone. And I thought about having that conversation today. And then I said, you know what? I have too much. I'm starting the show again today. I had too much going on, too much on my plate. And it just felt really heavy. And I felt like I wasn't going to get through it with power and centeredness. So I just said to the person, I said, you know what? Tomorrow's a better day. And that's what I was led to do. I checked in first. I said, what do I need to know most right now about this situation, this conversation, what's going to give us the highest and greatest outcome for everybody involved? And it's not today. Today's just not that day. Tomorrow's a better day. Just do it tomorrow. So I put it off till tomorrow. Now, 
So that wasn't procrastination. That was checking in. And it's also sending frequency first. It's saying, okay, well, today there's a lot of churn and, you know, and I have to work with clients, all kinds of things. So today was a lot of churn. So today was the day that I just put it, I let it be. And I said, okay, uh, I'll leave that for tomorrow. Okay. So you can batch working with your frequency as well. Just like you would say, okay, today is not the day I'm going to run to the dry cleaners and to the pharmacy and to the bank. I'll do that on Wednesday because the kids don't have to, you know, get out of school early or they go to school and they stay in the after program to have more time. You know, whatever those reasons are, right? You do this with your mental or physical world all the time. But you can also do it with your frequency. Today may not be that day to have the conversation with the boyfriend or the girlfriend about, you know, what are we or any of this, you know. Saturday might be a better day. Who knows? It might be the planets are different. You'll get the intuitive hit if you ask, right, if you ask. And that's what I mean when I say sending your frequency first. Your frequency always precedes you, okay? It always precedes you. So getting educated on that is super, super important. So um, on Thursday we'll have uh, our quiz on, so you can make your own assessment about how well you're using your frequency and how well you're maximizing your frequency. And also you will have your um, ability to get our new um, frequency booster toolkit. And I put together this little kit, uh, which will be fun. It's, it's, it's actually um, uh, a two-part mini class on you know the basics that we were just talking about, a little bit more expanded. Uh, you'll get uh, the um, recording of the vibration, how to do a basic vibrational alignment session with the parallels. And then also you're going to get, and this is different than the other package we had been doing, um, we'll, you will get the first full-length class of my Quantum Leap with your Parallel Realities course. So it's an actual full-length class. It's the first of four core, four classes. So you get the full class. It's not edited, abridged, or anything like that. So you can test drive what a full master class feels like. And then you'll get a coupon for, um, I think, $50 off of the rest of the class. So if you love the class and then you want to continue and get the rest of the audios, because it's all audio, of course, then you'll be able to get a, a big um, discount on that. And the whole little kit is like 11 bucks. So even though it's worth like $250, it's all, it's all on the page when we send you the links and everything, you'll be able to test drive all of it for $11 and just get you going. I think it's really, really important. This is my intention with that particular package. There's two things that are really important. One is that you assess your own frequency and start to get fluent in your frequency work. That's just super important that you see where you're at and know, okay, I'm at this level and I need to get more education to get to get to where I really want to be where this is a really natural thing for me. And um, and then going beyond that and starting to create with it to make choices and to really design with, you know, do frequency design with your life and with your circumstances. And then um, number two is to give you an opportunity to try different things that I offer just so that because a lot of people, you know, they see, oh, something's a $250 class or $497 class and things like that. If, you know, it, it stops them from wanting to, to give it a try. So I want you guys to get that exposure. We're going to be coming out with some really, really good classes over the next, you know, year. And um, I've 
we have a whole like just huge programs coming. I've been working so hard, you have no idea. That's why I was quiet for so many months with the show. Uh, I had to sort of pull in and channel so much stuff. My like ears are falling off. So this is just your first, you know, blush, and so you can get some time in there to sort things out and start to get your feet wet. And then we're going to have some really fun things going forward. So um, let's just take a quick caller. I'm going to have to make this quick. Um, I haven't been on the show for a while, so my pacing and my timing talking is a little off today, but that's okay. We'll get back on track here. So um, we have uh, Debbie in Louisiana. Hi, Deb. Thank you. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. What's your question? I have, I like to believe I have a high frequency um, sometimes, <laughs> but um, <laughs> there's a very, it's, she's actually my manager who's really, really negative. And mm-hmm. I try not to let it seep in, but I just think the amount of time that I spend by her is um, starting to affect me. And I'm wondering if you can help me with that. Or will we eventually repel each other? Like, will she go or I go? Or um, seems like we make headway, and then I I feel like I just fooled myself all along, you know? Yeah. No, I don't think it's a matter of um, it. It's it's uh, you know, it's interesting. People come into our lives for a variety of reasons. She could very well be a catalyst for you. And I've noticed that when I start to notice people that way and see, okay, what do you, instead of, I'd ask a different question. Instead of, is she, and this is, this is actually managing with your frequency first, is to start asking various questions. One of the questions is, and you're, you're asking the question, is she going to go or am I going to go? Like, why is she doing this to me? What did I do to deserve this? You know, all those kinds of questions, which just give the universe the opportunity to give you kind of, you know, disempowering answers. One of the better okay. questions to ask is, is what do I need to know most about this situation that would help it to clear up or dissolve completely? Okay, that's all. You know, what do what do I what do I need to know most about this? What do I need to perceive about this situation at this time that you know that will allow it to you know continue with total ease or dissolve completely? You know, for my highest good or expands me further you know you can there you can play with whatever those words are for you whatever means well for you but what that does is it sets the frequency off in a different direction because it comes from a powerful place right and it's a place of willingness to look at something as opposed to when you get into a negative situation you're so busy shielding yourself and thinking oh she's toxifying my energy oh she's going to ruin me oh oh and she's in the control and she's your boss and who knows what your manager got the butt so you're feeling under her and feeling like she's threatening your physical, mental, and everything, all, all your other, you know, aspects. Right. And so that's where that can really start to spin the magnetic aspect of that electromagnetic field we're talking about against you, right? Because you're just right. amplifying that that victimizing thing, right? But when you ask right, that right. question, what do I need to know most right now, that if I knew it, would shift this, You'd be amazed at how quickly it shifts in, in your favor. So I hope that's helped. I'm going to have to jump off just because we have to wrap the show, but okay. I wanted to give you that little tip, and hopefully it, it, it does work very well. I use it myself all the time. Okay. Okay, thank you. Have a great night. Thanks for calling in. 
Okay, so I, I will say I'll never ask you guys to do anything that I have not done myself. So everything that I'm talking about I use in my own life and show to hundreds and hundreds of clients and students and whatnot, and, and it really does work. So I hope that you've been inspired and that you will join us same time, same place next week. Uh, just ke- check your inbox. I'll be sending all that new stuff along, and I look forward to seeing you next week. All right, so have a great rest of your evening and take care.